There are two things that take up a lot of space in most people's lives. Work and money. We spend one third of our life working. And for many of us, the rest of our time is spent thinking about what we're gonna do with the money we made or being consumed that we're not making enough. See, we need wisdom for how we make space for work and money. And we need to really acknowledge that for many of us, work and money consumes so much space and it means that we're not experiencing life-giving space because of it. Wisdom says we've got to relate to work rightly in a way that gives life, that we've got to relate to money rightly in a way that blesses people. I want you to think about how you relate to work. How do you relate to money? Wisdom says that the way we should relate to both of them is that we should see work and money as life-giving. Proverbs 9 verse 1 says, Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beast. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. See, wisdom is life-giving, and wisdom, when it's applied to work, produces, it creates, it provides. Ask yourself how you relate to work and how you relate to money. Do you see work as a means by which you get more for yourself, you gain more significance, or you, you posture yourself above others? Do you see work as a way to get ahead, or do you see work as a way to give life? So that's the key question I want you to ask about work and money as you go through this study. I want you to ask, am I primarily a giver or a getter? When I think about work, do I think about what I can give? to my fellow employees, to my boss, to my company? Or do I think about what I can get from them to further my own purposes and my own desires? I want you to ask the same question about money. Are you a giver or are you a getter? Are you primarily thinking about how you can make money so you can give and you can bless and you can produce more life and more blessing for others through your money? Or are you thinking primarily about how you can get it, how you can keep it, how you can hoard it, how you can use it for yourself? See, how you relate to work and money is directly connected to how you believe you relate to God and what He's given you and the purpose for which He gave it to you. In the beginning, Adam and Eve, when God created them, He made them in His image, in His likeness, and the, the goal was that they would do all they do to show what God is like. That people could watch how they work and how they handle their resources, and it would be a display of God's glory, and it would tell God's story. Problem is, the evil one came along and questioned God's word and said, did God really say? And immediately he questioned the image of God in them. He said, you know that when you eat of this tree, God knows that when you eat of this tree, you will be like him. But the problem was, God already said they were like him. God already said he made them in his image, but they didn't believe God's word. They trusted the lie of the serpent. And then the serpent convinced them not to trust God's work that made them in his image, but instead to take matters into their own hand and trust their own work to make them who they are. See, this is the problem for all of us, is when we look at work not as an expression of our identity, but as a means to gain an identity, to build a sense of significance, to find our sense of purpose primarily in what we do instead of who we are because of what God has said about us and who God has made us to be, then work for us is not life-giving, but it's life-taking. See, at the heart of work workaholism is not that work is bad. 
Work is a good gift given to us by God, but the problem with workaholism is we begin to look at our work as the means to give us our sense of significance instead of a way to express the significance God's already given us. Some of you, maybe that's where you're at right now. You go to work and it feels like a curse because like Adam and Eve, you look to what you do to make you who you are and as a result, you feel like you're always coming up short. And we know when we look at work as the thing that gives us our identity or our significance, we'll find ourselves full of shame because we know we haven't done enough, full of guilt because we've actually failed, and, and full of fear because we're wondering if people really found out what we would like, what would they think of us? So wisdom applied to work says, I, I want to produce and I want to create and I want to provide, but I do it out of a fullness of the fact that I am made in the image of God, dearly loved, set apart for a purpose in this world, and I do it for His glory. And so I go to work for an entirely different purpose. I was having a conversation with a man who works at Microsoft and oversees many employees, and as I was sharing with him this idea that he doesn't go to work primarily to get something, but rather to give I asked him, what would it look like if you went to work and you said, I want to display what God is like in the way I manage my employees and the way that I, I, I live to bless them and encourage them and build them up and the way that I actually want my company to succeed. Not because I, I, I want to get something from it, but because I want to be a giver like God is. God gave life to me and I want to give life to the people around me. And as we began to talk about what that would look like, I could see beautiful creativity as he just began to explore what life could look like as a boss in a company and as a giver and not just a getter. It, it changed his whole perspective on work. And that's what God wants for you. He wants you to bring wisdom to work in such a way that it gives life. We should be asking the same question about money because we receive a paycheck. We receive resources for the work we do. And Proverbs 3, 9 says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all you produce. See, the word honor means to give right weight to. It means to display the reality of something. And so to honor the Lord with our wealth is to say, I want to use the resources God has given me in such a way that someone would come to know what God is like by the way that I give, the way that I bless, the way that I share. In your study, you're going to find out that Proverbs has a lot to say about money. It doesn't call it a bad thing. It calls it a good thing, a gift, a blessing that God has given you to use to show the world what he's like and to bless others with it. And if you notice in this text, it says you do it with the first fruits of your produce. In other words, you give the best, not the leftovers, because that's what God has done for us in Christ. He gave his first fruit. He gave us his son. See, the, the thing that should motivate you more than anything in how you work and how you, you give and use your money is the way that God worked on your behalf in Jesus Christ. See, Jesus came to the earth to do a work you couldn't do, which is to live a perfectly submitted life before God the Father, to please Him in every way, and then to give to you the work that He did as your righteousness. And then He went to the cross to pay for your sins. Paul says to the church in Corinth, He who is rich became poor, so that in his poverty you might become rich. See, if we're going to display what God is like in work and with money, we're going to have to be caught up with the reality that God has worked on our behalf for our righteousness through Jesus Christ and that Jesus died on the cross to pay the greatest debt we could never pay so that we could go from poverty to riches in the kingdom of God. See, if we know that, 
Then when we go to work and we hear Paul say, work heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men, we realize we're going to work to glorify Jesus. We're going to work to show the world what he's like. We're going to work to tell the story of what he's done. We're going to work to work unto him. We're not doing it because we need anything, but because we've been given everything in Christ. We don't go to work to get something. We go to work because we've already got something in Jesus, and therefore we have everything to give to a world who desperately needs to know that God has worked on their behalf in Christ and given them everything he can to make their life rich and full and abundant.